Let's do it. another episode of short bus cinema this is our halloween week episode and uh have we got a special like special bus movie for you this time (laughs) um (laughs) johnny's already laughing so there you go that tells you right there what kind of movie we got this one was uh kind of brought forward to us as a request and we decided to make him be part of the torture as well and bring him onto the show this was brought up by Bill Casanelli, who's a fellow podcaster that we're going to have on here and talk us through this madness. And uh, so if you don't like this episode, it's Bill's fault. We had nothing to do with it. And uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So before we go any further, myself, I'm Rick Morgan, but also helping drive the bus over here on the side, Mr. Johnny Krug. What's up, my man? What's up, Honky Kong? <laughs> <laughs> Honky Kong. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm excited to talk about this because I t- I told you guys before the show that uh, I've seen this movie twice back probably a decade or more ago, and then I came into it and watched it one more time for this recording, and I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> it sounds like the perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> and riding along with us, like I said earlier, we've got Bill Casanelli in here with us, man. What's up, buddy? Hey, everybody. I'm doing well. Thanks. I'm, I'm actually honored to be on the show. I'm wearing the helmet on the side of the bus with a helmet, and I'm licking the windows. <laughs> That's what this movie does to me. Well, there's still, there's still some Battlefield Earth left on the windows. Maybe some Death <laughs> oh, Nurse. Gosh. Death Nurse, hey. Winter Beast. Yeah. Freaking Winter Beast about did it for me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being that it wasn't winter and it wasn't a beast, so, you know, that's kind of a... Uh, but yeah, man, so we were doing, I believe it was Rock and Roll Nightmare, and that's when you kind of hit us up and said, hey, love this one, why don't you try this one on for size? <laughs> and uh, wow, we we found the crappiest version on YouTube that we could watch, and uh, here we are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dude, listen, I'm gonna say, oh yeah, I was just going to say, I have the DVD, and the DVD is hot garbage, and it's from... I mean, it's like a professional pressing, if you want to call it that, but it's just, yeah. I'm sure the YouTube version is just as good as this one. Oh, Qualities, when it says Blue Laser Entertainment. <laughs> That's, yep. <laughs> Blue Laser. <laughs> well, there was two versions on YouTube that I could find, and the version that was the English-speaking version <laughs> looked like you are looking at it through a glass of muddy water. And then the version that looked really good was in... I don't even know what language it was. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm stuck with the crappy version. So, But here we are, man. And I have to admit, as crazy as this movie is, we've got a lot to talk about on this thing. So, uh, wow, it's it's going to be pretty amazing. So uh, 
like I said earlier, Bill, if you look at his resume, <laughs> this dude's been all over the map, man. And even it, I've got it. I've got it written out here. It says actor mm-hmm. slash horror expert slash podcast master. I mean, he's got two shows that I know of. I'm sure he's on some other stuff as well, but he's on our sister or maybe you'd say brother network, Horophilia network with all those crazies over there that we love. But uh, mainly what I know him from is the Horror Mafia podcast, which I've listened to quite a bit. And then you also said Club Dreadcast was yes, the other one, right? Right. Me and Joey took ourselves off for a little bit, took some time to ourselves, and we're doing the Club Dreadcast where we kick back drink a few cold ones and just enjoy the spa and any movies we feel like doing. Not the same spa, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> we usually have a, they can get a little crazy. We'll have a guest come on. At the end of the show, we usually ask him, hey, what would you like to see as a, our next movie? And the guest will usually come up with something, but nine out of ten times, it's something we don't want to cover again. So we'll just say, uh, nah, we'll do something else. <laughs> Oh, man, that's that's got Hail Ming written all over it. Oh, you want us to do that movie? Yeah, we're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, cool, man. Uh, so what have you got going on? I mean, you've got, you've got your shows going on. Anything? I see the actor thing. What, what do we got going on here? Oh, yeah. I, I've been doing movies since the, oh, God, I'm going to say I, I started out doing special effects makeup. In fact, I did a trauma film, which happened cool. to be... Uh, Claude Aiken's last movie, Sheriff Lobo, it was called Where Evil Lives. Yeah. yeah. So I did the effects on that. And then I moved up and I got hooked up with uh, filmmaker Tim Ritter, who did Truth or Dare, Critical Madness, and Killing oh, yeah. Spree. And yeah. So he and I are good friends, and I did a few movies for him doing some special effects, and then I started acting in a couple of his, including Dirty Cop No Donut, where I get to play a... A pedophile rapist who gets to castrate himself in a shower. It was great. <laughs> and um, other than that, I've been writing. In fact, I was in. I actually wrote a movie that was on uh, Netflix. I believe it was called Reunion of Terror. We call it Rot. And huh. my friend Michael Hoffman. I did Scary Tales one and two with uh, Felisa Felisa Rose played my girlfriend in that one. Yeah. So that was cool. Robert Zadar, Joe Estevez. Yeah. Dang. It's like we need to do some commentaries. <laughs> right? <laughs> I did uh, Girls Gone Dead with Michael Hoffman. Oh, yeah. Which has a lot of famous people in it. You should look that one up. Linnea Quigley. Linnea Quigley. We did a couple of movies with her. She's great. But, yeah. And here I yeah, am. Johnny's, uh, Johnny's a, a Quigley fan, oh, for sure. I was, too. Believe me. That workout video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Well, sweet, man. That's that's a resume right there, man. All I can say is, yeah, I've, I've watched a bunch of crappy movies. So uh. <laughs> well, then I moved to Bangor, Maine, home of Stephen King, and I've been doing some movies up here. I did a couple called Sleep Eater One and Two, where I play a guy who, when he goes to sleep, he eats things. Not all of them are edible. <laughs> not some. Not all of them are uh, non sentient either. So. so it's the Joe Bi- or the uh, Hunter Biden story then. <laughs> Sleep crack smoke. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, uh, I've been doing a couple of movies and projects up here as well. Sweet, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have anything near that exciting. So, uh, (laughs) 
But, and then, you know, he, t- he talks all this and got these credentials and he brings us hard rock zombies. So, uh, <laughs> and it, from, from the comments that you were saying, it, it's kind of like you have an undying love for this movie. So this is going to be awesome, man. And I have to admit, I, I had a blast going through this and, but we'll save that for the episode. Yes. In fact, <laughs> I, I do. I watch this movie every year. Wow. That's dedication. <laughs> That's dedication, Holmes. <laughs> uh, all right, folks, what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back at you. Get out of the way! Yeah! Hey, hey guys, 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 calm down, guys, calm down. I'm trying to record something You heard here. the man zip it. Go ahead, Skippy, it's all yours. I appreciate that. Hey, all you podcast listeners out there, looking for something crazy to listen to? Well, look no further, because it doesn't get any weirder than this show. Hey, what do you mean weird? I'll bust your f***ing skull. I, I wasn't talking about you, Louie. I was talking about this show, Rad Movie-Rama. I heard that show was dangerous. Yeah, man, I heard that show was hot. Let, let me take it, Skippy. Uh, what this show is is about uh, us looking at movies that are really quite terrible. Come on, man. I, I love these movies. These are some of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I like them too because they're going to squeeze somebody's brain out. From 70s grindhouse drive-in classics to VHS explosion of the 80s and the birth of cable TV. It's kind of all covered right here at Rad Movie Rama. You can find Rad Movie Rama and all the voices in my head at uh, Legion Podcast or iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or YouTube. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. That's Rad Movie Rama. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts under Rick Radio. Oh, yeah. Now for our feature presentation. And we're back with Hard Rock Zombies from 1985. This movie has an IMDb score of 4.4, which is, God, that's fucking high. Uh, And it clocks in at an exhausting one hour and 38 minutes. And you feel every second of every minute of this movie. Um, this movie is uh, this movie is written and directed by Krishna Shaw, who I was actually kind of su- kind of surprised um, because you look at his IMDb credits for his directing um, his directing, and before he did this movie, he had a lot of cred to his name or a decent amount. Like uh, he did a movie called Rivals from 1972. He did The River Niger, um, you know which has like Cicely Tyson in it and uh, a couple other pretty big names for that time. But one that really got me was uh, he did Shalimar with like, has like John Saxon and like, who's the other guy that's in it? That's real big. Rex Harrison, Sylvia Miles. It's like this dude. So this dude's coming off of, this dude's coming off a pretty big like movie run. Every, every one of those is like every movie he did before this is uh, at least a six or higher. And then the next movie he did yeah. was Hard Rock Zombies. 
Which, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's funny because I don't know, man. I, it makes you wonder. I would love to know the background of this movie because there's not a whole lot that I could find. Actually, I, I kind of know a little bit about it. Oh, that would be awesome to hear because, yeah, I would like to know how he got <laughs> entangled in this coming off of such, you know, such, I mean, he, the guy's not like a huge famous director, but he had some cred to his name. Um, yeah, originally uh, this movie was going to be a 20-minute short for a movie he had done called American Drive-In. Which has about the same uh, IMDb score as this one. <laughs> <laughs> this was going to be a movie in the movie and as a ah. short. However, he decided, what the hell, I'll make it a feature film and pad this thing crazier than the My Pillow guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with 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 cotton from Giza. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Trell. This is my pillow. But today we're talking about hard rock zombies. And you can't have it. <laughs> and how you could pad your movie. Oh man. Well, cool, man. Let's jump into this. So, movie starts off. You got a couple of dudes just driving around in a convertible. And they see this hot blonde kind of hitchhiking on the side of the road in front of some salt mine mountains. And they pick her up, and we don't hear any conversation, but they decide to go skinny dipping. Uh, that's a good way to start oh, the yeah. movie, yeah. right? <laughs> well, well and oh, because start off the whole time they're showing this, there's like something going going on across the pond. Not in England, but the actual across the actual pond. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, because you got, you got some people standing over there. You got... A guy looks like a cross between the tall man and the dad from Silver Spoons <laughs> with uh, with uh, two dwarfs, and one of them's got an eye patch, and the other one's got a paper mache jack-o'-lantern looking head. <laughs> so automatically you're going, uh, I, what? <laughs> Hard Rock Zombies by David Lynch. <laughs> you're right. That's what it feels like. Uh, but then the blonde decides to drown the hitchhikers. Oh, is that and, what it was? Uh, I, I thought he was trying to go down on her, and she was on her period. He, <laughs> well, that's what I was saying too. It's like he goes down, she blood. drowns them, but then there's like, yeah, right. It's like Jaws got a hold of one of them or something. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've never seen anybody drown and there be that much blood in the water. But hey, anyway, then you, you need uh, to watch Teeth. <laughs> Vagina dentata. <laughs> yeah. That's the most weirdest opening for a movie is nudity and blood right away, but which is good. But sure. there's no reason this guy was she like I have no idea how she killed him, truthfully. Was he drowning him? Was she clawing him apart? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean it, it's left to interpretation. That's why well, we're here. I, while, like you uh, said, it's a David Lynch. Yeah. Kind of well, opening, while the right? midgets are like dancing around <laughs> between this guy's legs. What in the world is happening? Well, I will tell you this. <laughs> This, you, the listeners at home, if you haven't seen this movie, this is the least weird this movie is. <laughs> That's true. Oh, but yeah, see, uh, they end up showing the bodies a little later on, and there's some body bags, and uh, they, uh, for some reason, cut one of the dude's hands off, and uh, the girl, the hot blonde that we saw drowning the guys, takes the hand and starts singing a very bad rendition oh. of the Beatles oh. song, I Want to Hold Your Hand. All that so, for a uh, bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just a bad joke. The, just the whole thing is bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> it pays off double fold. Oh. Then we cut to rock band, and you got David Arquette <laughs> singing or screaming, <laughs> screaming to the crowd, put your hands together to my badly edited rock song. 
and uh, the 14 people in the crowd go crazy. Yeah, I, I have a question, though. <laughs> One question. I've seen this movie over 30 times. What is the name of the band? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. What's the band's name? Oh, uh, they actually, I read the band's name somewhere. I'd have to, I don't remember it from the movie, but someone actually had put that put it on IMDb, and I was like, well, that's weird. They're called like the, something never, Angels or some crap. I've never heard them say their name in the entire time I've seen the movie. What? Oh, no, they're the band. Okay. It says the band's even name the, is called Holy Moses. Holy Moses. Well, I mean, even... Even in town, with all the advertisement and stuff, it never does really say their name on anything. Nope. So, <laughs> no, the, yeah. strange. No, they, they pay all this and other money for like the the cutouts to put their like faces through and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, another thing. Let's not make a banner <laughs> with band. our name. <laughs> and this band, it's called Hard Rock <laughs> Zombies. This band is neither hard nor rock. Right. They're about as hard exactly. as John Denver. Like, well, I actually said uh, if, if you put them in a real category, they're probably close to like maybe early days Rick Springfield. Maybe, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, maybe a like winger. Yeah, and I felt like I felt like uh, the singer kind <laughs> of wanted to be like a you know like a a very white like great value version of like Phil Lynott from Thin Lizzy. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good point. Dude, what was yeah. up with the drummer standing up? <laughs> <laughs> and having half of his set on one side and half of his set on the other. Well, they had to get the camera in there yeah. somehow, so. Is it, is it Sheena East or was it Sheila E? Or which one was the one that used to play drums like that for Prince? <laughs> Sheila E. Sheena Easton? Or Sheila yeah. E? I don't know, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, Sheila E, because she used to play uh, more percussion stuff right, than the. Than, uh, right, yeah. right. Wow. But yeah, it, it cuts after this. It goes to, uh, after playing the same song for about seven minutes, you know, so they just loop the song oh. twice, which I have to admit. Oh, that song. Well, I mean, but at the same time, when you compare it to the songs in, I don't know, Rock and Roll Nightmare and stuff, these songs are not that bad. <laughs> I mean, Shake, Shake, Shake It Up Baby. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty legit. Shake It Up, Shake It Up Baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That song will not leave your head. Exactly. Let me... Let me before we move on from this, I do want to say there, it flashes to the band playing in the background, and they're at the bar talking with the manager or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that the music playing in the background wasn't synced up with yep. the music playing at the bar? Yep. They do a lot. Not even close. <laughs> they do a lot where they'll play some background music on top of some other music it's already playing, and. <laughs> It's like, did y'all not hear that when you put it together? I mean, all you do is slide that lever down for the music, the background music. Yeah, well, very did, strange. Did Helen, Helen Keller do continuity for this thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I said, after they play the song for way too long, it cuts to backstage where the band's having some photo ops with some groupies. And uh, that's... Oh, before that, they're getting almost naked with each yeah. other for some reason. Yeah, that gets a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and, a dressing room which looked like a truck stop bathroom. I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. I've been I've been in several bands in the past, and I don't ever remember like a locker room scenario like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't get in this band to have a sausage fest, right? <laughs> dude, oh, but don't worry, don't worry, because the man, the the photo guy brings in all the underage girls. Oh yeah, right, but before that, they're like, no, we don't want no girls in what what? <laughs> <laughs> they're saying we don't want to have groupies in here. <laughs> That's the whole reason you play in a band. I mean, <laughs> no, they're in it for the music. Yes, obviously, sure they are. Yeah, <laughs> and that's when uh, David Arquette meets uh, Cassie, which I said she just 
looks like Jennifer Grey, and he's trying to get in her pants. And, and she's like 13. Yeah. And she warns him about not playing in the next town that they're going to because it's dangerous. Wait, at the Grand Guignol. So, so how old did you yeah. say she was? Because I think, I think I was reading that she was 12. <laughs> I was joking. Yeah, I, I think know, it says but... that because um, at first I, I didn't catch it in the movie, but I was like, she's young. But oh. two of the IMDb reviews, two different ones, said that she was 12. So I'm oh like, God. oh, she wow. <laughs> this is getting into some pretty pretty dark territory. <laughs> well, you know what, though? At the oh. same time, when you go back and you look at specifically my age group, is when you go back and you watch like rat videos and stuff, uh, there's a video in particular. They did a video for a song called I Want a Woman. It goes, I want a woman, not some little girl. Well, every woman that they show is like before going to a concert, it's like, you know, actual fans and you're like, all oh, these are girls. They're not women. They're <laughs> These girls are 13, 14 years old and you're like, this is the typical scenario where band members are late 20s, early 30s and singing songs that you know, 14, 15 year old girls get off on. So it's like, what a weird concept, yeah. really. <laughs> it was kind of, um, made, you guys remember Spinal Tap, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yes. Remember the song? Remember the song, uh, Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You? Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You. You're sweet, but you're just four feet and you still got your baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're young and I'm too well hung, but tonight I'm gonna but rock you. But tonight I'm gonna rock you. <laughs> That's what this is. I actually played the band is. and we opened with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh yeah yeah great but so yeah, yeah immediately after meeting a 12 year old girl he's like hey you want to come backstage and meet the band <laughs> well dude <laughs> what I, I just like how just captivated the singer is with this little girl dude it's like you just had like 20 women in this room and this plain ass like townie walks in <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no makeup she's like yeah I don't oh. know I don't get the attraction. Well, and so how about the, the, it shows the band traveling now in a van, which looks like they just stowed B.A. Baracus's van. And uh, <laughs> the bass player is playing the bass inside the van. He's singing like Latin Somehow, or something. So, well, yeah. but, but at the same time, the bass has sound. So it's like he's playing through an amp and you're going, uh, <laughs> where's the amp? Yeah. How does that work? Cause, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's playing this riff well, that he lots found. Of filler. And and apparently he just found the Necronomicon and he's playing songs out of it. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, he's so like he's so blasé about it. He was like, oh yeah, some book I've read somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the book that's got the secret to eternal life or raising the dead. Yeah, some <laughs> book. Yeah, I found it at uh, Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. it, it keeps he plays the song and there's this fly that keeps bothering him they smack the fly and it keeps coming back alive so every time he plays this riff the dead come back alive and that that's really the basis mm. for this whole freaking movie is this <laughs> this one bass riff that I don't know Pete Steele's playing in this in this van so <laughs> but nowhere nowhere near as well done as Deathiasm by the way it sounds like it but yeah. Yep. No. Uh, and you've realized they're on the same road that was in the opening of the film. And guess what? That's right. Hot blonde <laughs> hitchhiker. Uh, and they pick her up. And then we get some really, really bad dialogue between the girl and everybody. 
Yeah, and suddenly the band's like, oh, yeah, we want groupies again or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's uh, really before they're like, no, we don't need no groupies. Now they're like, hey, that girl on the side of the road, let's grab her. <laughs> All right. And then uh, she offers them a place to stay, which is, I guess, not far yeah, from Yeah, stately wing matter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for some reason, when they do this, there's a shot of a gimp humping something. Uh, it's, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> what is that about? They went, th- they went through, I think, and just collected a lot of weird shots of, hey, just go over there and hump that light pole. And throughout the rest of the movie, they just stick these in random spots that don't make any sense. So Remember, pad the movie to 90 minutes or right. 89 minutes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the band pulls up in the van, and they start unloading their stuff. And then uh, a dwarf walks up and to give, you, give them a hand, and he literally... Gives them a hand, which is the hand I guess it cut off the dude oh. earlier. Yep. These jokes. By the way, that was Phil Fondacaro. Yeah, right? uh, well, that's what I thought. But when I met him, I had no idea he was in this. So wow, and you'd seen it thirty times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I met him back in like ninety six. So. You seen this movie oh. thirty times in twenty four years? <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting weirder. <laughs> yeah. That's some some years you watched it I more wish. than twice. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish I had known. That he was in this when I met him. I would have been like, dude, what's the deal with that one? <laughs> well, I mean, not only did you have the dwarf giving the hand to the band, but then you got Lucio Fulci over here cutting a chicken's head off. You got a... Yeah, what's that about? I, I don't know. There's a dude dressed like a werewolf. There's <laughs> yeah. mom's screaming therapy. I mean, it's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't get me started on Grandpa and Grandma Oh, either. my gosh. Yeah, we'll get to that. Trust me. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But what I love about going out of all this craziness, we get the ultimate 80s band montage where they're dancing on the oh, bridge. <laughs> this is it. In all the glory of, like, the monkey's yes. head or something. Yep. Holy cow. Yeah, dancing on the bridge. With the stop, they stop the camera and... Oh. <laughs> There's the skateboarding thing. And what's funny is this is back yeah. in a time, too, when video cameras are still not super popular because I remember when we were in school, if somebody had a camera like that, Rich. everybody acted really odd. You know? Really? Because the camera was on. Because it was something you weren't used to. The only cameras you ever saw was, like, for movie or, or TV. So... Having a camera, everybody just kind of got real stiff and stopped acting normal. <laughs> and you can see that in this town, people, man. They are literally just kind of standing there going, <laughs> you know, hey, do you girls want to be in the movie? <laughs> sure. And it's kind of like Will Ferrell in the, the, the Bobby Ricky movie where he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. You can see these people just standing there like so <laughs> uncomfortable, not knowing what to yeah, do. Yeah, they're obviously real townies. That, right, they're not actors. Yeah, yeah. and... I mean, they're you know you got the guys running around going, "Come on, people, it's a party!" and they're all just like real stiff. <laughs> and uh, like the bus stop, the one guy's miming a wall <laughs> at a bus yeah. stop, and they look like they're like, "What the? What's going on with well, this?" Guy? They just let them when you loose. think about it because he's miming, but he's miming to the camera, so it's like the people right. behind him are like, "What's this There's guy a camera. doing?" <laughs> right. <laughs> And uh, I wrote it down. I said, I want to live in this place. <laughs> I haven't seen a band have this much fun since the Journey video for Separate Ways. <laughs> oh, dude. That's ex- Dude, 
You just exactly what I was thinking when I saw that. <laughs> it was exactly the montage was a journey it, reference. Yeah, right it was. There. It was the monkeys, like you said. They were doing everything, but the monkeys ex- meet except journey. crossing their legs when they walked together. But it was like the monkeys and the, and the <laughs> video for for separate ways. I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah, I did. I did find it funny <laughs> when they were like hopping on top of that car and stuff, and the one guy put on yeah, the they, women's lacy panties on top of his leather pants. <laughs> it's because they couldn't get Tony Katane. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was a callback to Rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Which had the better puppets, this or Rock and Roll Nightmare? Oh, this, I think. Ooh, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> right? Oh, so uh, everything's having, you know, everybody's having a blast till David Arquette sees Jennifer Grey again, and she takes off running, and he goes after her. So, like you said, he's just <laughs> totally obsessed with this girl. But then, while he's chasing her, you meet uh, her dad. Oh. <laughs> and this guy. <laughs> oh. Man. Yeah. He's, uh, this gets into footloose territory, right? I was just going to say it becomes Footloose, yeah, right? because the town don't want no rock and roll. Rock and roll's the devil's it music. It brings on, brings on sex. Right. <laughs> and it's like, well, funny, that's all I was thinking about with your with your daughter here. So, uh, <laughs> but I heard that you, these musicians can't do nothing until they take drugs <laughs> and just yeah. eat drugs. He said, eat drugs. Eat drugs. Not really. It, it, it helps a lot, but it <laughs> doesn't require it. That's something we didn't bring up too, is because you had this the group of the Townsies, right? Your your sheriff yep. and aldermen and all this stuff who are watching the band run around and taking pictures together with their heads through the cutout cardboard cutouts and stuff, and they're looking oh. at them like you're the devil, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it must be illegal to own a van, I guess, because is this your van? <laughs> Says the cop with his shirt unbuttoned. You know what's funny though is like when they're showing that montage and the cop and the uh, other guy are. Like when they keep panning back to them with the camera, which they do a lot, they're not showing any yep. kind of like like they're not offended. They're just like they're just like emotionless and just kind of like nodding a little bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> they can hear the music. It's weird, man. Well, it's weird. But, it's weird because they go from that to you know locking them up. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is because they have the van. I guess they lock them up in jail and and. Or they're hitting on a twelve-year-old girl. That would Either make one. the most sense, but yeah, crazy. So all the guys are locked up, and they're freaking out because they're supposed to play this showcase in this town, which is just as ridiculous as Black Roses or Rock and Roll Nightmare, where we're going to play this little bitty town, and that's where the record executives are going to come hear us <laughs> in the school gymnasium. The music for Black Roses though is phenomenal compared to that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we went on and on about the soundtrack with the, the Lizzie Borden and all that stuff on there. That's some good stuff. Yeah, Carmine Apache yeah, and, yeah, yeah. on drums. Yeah, but uh, you got uh, the guys are freaking out, and but David Norquette doesn't care because he sees uh, Cassie outside, and he starts talking to her through the bars of the <laughs> jail, which doesn't look like a jail Singing at all. Singing a song. <laughs> yeah, he, sat, he wrote a song about her. Oh, uh, but he doesn't know her name. <laughs> well, it's funny too because, like, it's funny because, like, he wrote this entire song, and, and it, I just imagine him writing down these lyrics and just having blank spots everywhere. Like, I need to know her name. <laughs> but the song is about you're too young. Yeah, <laughs> you're young. 
So we get on the other side of that, and we go back to the the crazy house, and there's German grandma and grandpa in the bed. Good Lord. Here we go. (laughs) And they're getting it on. (laughs) And the two dwarves show up and ask if they can watch. (laughs) And they say, yeah. (laughs) Well, at first, at first, the grandpa has a problem with it, doesn't it? Is the mom convince him or the grandma? (laughs) I think so. She's like, oh, just let him watch. She says, I'm like, She's like, you're 95 years old and you can still do this or something. I think, you know what I think is they were playing that song that brings the dead back to life. Grandpa Grandpa learned that bass riff. He did. At least his pants did. Holy cow. He's like, he's like, I don't know, I don't know about Holy Moses, but Grandma's about to get some wean. (laughs) Grandpa's gonna part something. (laughs) Oh. And while this is going on, we find out that the hot blonde goes into town and bails out the band. And, uh, they all get back. And Wait, which one? Not, not the, not Cassie. Not no, 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 no. The, the hot blonde, the, the one that drowned the guy. The one that killed the yeah. guy. Right. And they go back to her house, and David Arquette sees Jennifer Grey again hanging around, and she warns her that the blonde <laughs> woman is not a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but you know what? You know she'll get naked, so I'm going back to her place. So. <laughs> and she bailed us out of jail. Why not? Right. Oh, man. So, we got to talk about this. <laughs> when they get back, for some reason, it's band practice time. And <laughs> I was going to say that, too. It's band practice, so let's just do it on the freaking porch. Did on the front porch, uh, setting up the equipment, and we get a lot of overdubs of conversation where it's like, man, I don't know about these people. I mean, look at that guy over there. He looks like he eats babies. And, I mean, just... Yeah. <laughs> Right. So leave. Right. <laughs> I saw this guy in a horror movie. So leave. Oh, man. Nope. <laughs> and there's even conversations where they're not even close to each other, right? It's just overdubbed. They're not even looking at each other. And he's like, yeah, I don't know, man. This isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we start jamming so on the hard rock song, weird. Cassie, <laughs> that he wrote for, yep. for the girl. Uh, oh. I said the. I guess it's it's kind of like kisses Beth. I maybe. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> but worse. Yeah. There's only one good worse. song with the name Cassie in it. It's uh, Acid Baths. Cassie eats cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking by it. <laughs> now, I got wrote down here. I said the best thing that could ever happen while this song is playing. The band gets electrocuted, <laughs> and it stops. And it stops the song. And oh, I love how I love how Looney yeah. Tunes it is because it shows like Phil Fondacaro and the other dwarf on the on the ledge above, and they're like giggling and all giddy, and and then and then it they're goes trying on to put electrical so cords together. <laughs> and it's it's a very spinal tapish scene, right? Because they're up there and they're like taking two electric cables and trying to you know attach them together to make the electricity happen, you know. <laughs> uh, and then we, uh, af- out of this, because the band gets electrocuted, it doesn't kill them. They just no, they get electrocuted. Escape death. Yeah. But yeah. what's funny is like everybody that lives there, grandma, grandpa, the blonde, everybody's just hanging out 
in the grass and chairs that should be in the house. But, uh, <laughs> and they're watching this band and they know it's coming, right? So they're. Even the wolf band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this wolf band scenario, I still haven't figured out, but no, I don't think we're supposed no. to. Dude, none of that's ever explained. <laughs> it cuts to another town meeting. And like I said, it's footloose all over again. We got to stop these guys. They can't play here because now they're free. They got bailed out of jail, but they are definitely against rock and roll. And it is to the point of let's gather everything that's rock and roll together and start burning it and getting rid of this stuff in our society. It's it's dead up footloose, man. Well, uh, when they're having the town hall meeting, there's this one woman that's talking. And I think it's when they're having the one a little bit earlier. And she she's like one of the younger people in the in the audience, but she she's like it's almost like the thing she's saying she's being turned on by, but she's like she's like talking about all the things they promote, and she's like, uh, what is she saying? Oh I, oh my god, she says like four or five things that are implying sex, and then she's like she's like carnal. I don't know. She's the last thing she says is just like blatant like carnal sex, and I'm like, you just said like four other types. What like. I don't know. I, I it was just real weird. Like the wording was strange. She was like, if she wasn't implying sex on the four things before that, what the hell was she talking about? So this goes to where the bass player is uh, pulling the Necronomicon out again and playing the bass riff. And there's a spider, a tarantula, for some reason, in this house crawling around. And he basically smashes it, but the spider keeps coming back. And that's when we get the weird montage of, of wall full of pictures they're all like murder scenes that i'm guessing this family has done in the past i i'm not sure Uh, does it matter sure (laughs) no (laughs) so they're trying to make this out like this family is like the firefly family or something i mean actually i've got it wrote down it makes them look like the firefly family is normal Uh, (laughs) the uh how about the this cuts to the uh the, the hot blonde in the shower scene Hey. Hey. Because hey. <laughs> we needed some more nudity sure. from her, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's the one that's going to get naked, and she's going to do it repeatedly, so. Oh, yes, yeah. she does. Uh, and then. And. Hey, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, who decides to, I mean, would that be considered sexual harassment to, like, walk in on her in the shower? Well, it's the 80s, you know. <laughs> nah, true. <laughs> Love the one you're with, right? I don't. I don't want to like. Yeah. I don't want to like spoil this, the the end of this scene here. But uh, where was she hiding that knife at? <laughs> it's, it's exactly what I got wrote down. Where was the knife? Maybe that's why those guys bled yep. to death in the in the pool or the lake when she was. She had that uh, conveniently hidden. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> but because obviously, up. I mean, yeah. I don't care what mm. drugs you're doing in a rock band. You're not hopping in a shower with a chick with a, a friggin' dagger. Right. I mean, it's not like a little blade either. This thing's like, you, you would use this to cut pizza, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Crocodile Dundee had a switchblade. <laughs> but yeah, the drummer gets in there, she stabs him to death, while the silver spoon tall man takes pictures. And, uh, <laughs> and like, again, again, it seems totally normal to these people. It's just like, wow, what a... And, yeah, and once again, we're treated to another scene of a dude's butt. And I'm like, oh, when he falls out of the shower. I'm like, what's with the guy's butts, man? More of the chick. Uh, equal opportunity, man. 
<laughs> True. Because uh, you know everyone's clamoring to see all these band members naked and in their underwear. Well, <laughs> and here's where you get a montage of sorts because you've got crazy hot chick going out and doing some solid gold dancing in front of a, mo- a mountain. What the hell is this? Well, the... T- <laughs> this was strategic, that sir. felt straight out of a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it cut to, between her dancing, it would cut into town where the townspeople are burning the records and all that stuff. Uh, this just goes on way too long, man. Dude. <laughs> right. Hey, we gotta Dude, make this it 90 is, minutes. This is almost two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, while she's doing this, while she's dancing in the towns, people are burning the albums. Grandma turns into a werewolf, and you would think <laughs> if you turn into a werewolf, you really wouldn't need any other weapons. But Grandma turns into a werewolf and pulls out a couple of switchblades and starts stabbing mm-hmm. a couple of other guys in the band. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets crazier because they're getting the band's getting killed off one by one but you can't tell what's going on with this no, editing no one guy like throws himself off a cliff or something out the window yeah there's a ghoul trying to kill Leaf Garrett yeah and he screams like Jerry Lewis and he jumps out a window <laughs> right like down a mountain or something like what what <laughs> it's it's so hard to tell what's going on but the the only thing you need it's to dark you only need to walk away with is grandma turned into a werewolf and she's using switchblades. That's that's all you need to know. <laughs> I don't know how you can top that. <laughs> Switchblade grandma werewolf Nazi. And there you go. It, it is a Rob Zombie movie. You just, <laughs> just need Nicolas Cage in it, right? Yep, yep as Fu Manchu. <laughs> uh, and for some reason, David Arquette goes outside and finds that uh, Cassie's just following him everywhere he goes. And... They take off running in the woods, being chased by a dude in a suit with a weed eater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that part. Nazi with a weed with a weed whacker. Yeah. What in the world is going Why on? Why would you run? Right. I mean, it's a it's a weed eater. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hit. Like, I've been hit with on. a weed eater before. It's it's, it's painful. But I know those it's things. Like, I don't know that you go running through the woods like it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? It's, it's the Nazi weed whacker massacre. <laughs> but you know what's got to... It's like, ow, quit you, it. Stop it. <laughs> you know what's got to... Smart. You know what's got to happen here? They got to split up, right? Because you can't have them together because that ruins the whole logic of a horror movie. So they split up. Of course. But, uh... Pinned to a tree? Yeah, I mean, he, he gets chased down and... Is he throwing knives at him? I have no idea what he threw. For all I know, it's whatever the guy threw, the Lucifer threw in uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> right. It's those little squid things. I thought maybe maybe Ninja Stars. I don't know, but it's, it's Nazi, so maybe. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> he pins Dave Arquette to the tree and then ends up killing him with the with the weed weed whacker. <laughs> right in the chest. Right in the chest. Um. Oh, we forgot though. He gives her the cassette when they split up. Oh, right. He recorded the song about bringing the dead back to yeah, life. Yeah, that's a great idea, right? <laughs> and uh, Actually, I think it's the best song in the entire movie. It actually is when they actually put the whole song together. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, he gives her the tape. If anything happens to me, play this cassette. And I'm like, like she's going to have a way to just play a cassette out in the middle of the woods, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, 
so now the band is dead and the family is having dinner, but they didn't kill the manager. And Grandpa offers him a job. And then, and then for the big left turn at Albuquerque, oh. we find out that Grandpa oh. is really Hitler. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> He's Hitler, folks. <laughs> he is literally Hitler. Yeah. So that's that explains everything. That explains the werewolves. That explains the the dwarfs with the, <laughs> the paper midgets. mache head. Yeah. Watching them have sex, yep. all that. It all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I think this is about the time, excuse me, where he shows the... Who's he showing downstairs, like, the different kinds of gas? Yeah. Yeah, he takes the manager oh, yeah, down there and says, these lead, pipes are, yeah. are filled with gas that will wipe out, I don't know, all of civilization? I don't know what the goal here is, really. Right. They, they, I think they lead to his oven is what it is. Yeah. So he's still doing the... Uh, I don't know. The easy-bake oven scenario here, so... Right. Uh, but yeah, for some reason he's got gas, and what's with the electronic like swastikas <laughs> on that yeah. wall thing? Well, the, I, I, his major plan is to uh, kill a shitty well, band. Like, I don't know. Well, he's got the different kinds Take of gas. The he's, like, he's like, this gas right here will will help you uh, poop and pee on yourself. He's like, and this gas right here will make you write songs for the t- for the Tritons. <laughs> <laughs> the Triton. <laughs> Uh, so after we find out this this bombshell of a of a plot twist, uh, we cut, we cut to the graveside where the band is buried. Like 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 these people would take the time to bury the band, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, lucky for us, they just put them like under some loose topsoil <laughs> as evidenced. They put them in the flower bed, <laughs> and uh, Cassie is talking to David Arquette's grave. And telling him that even though she only met him three times in twenty second increments, that she'll never stop crying for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then she it's starts playing the tape, and then the band instantly pops up out of the ground. But somehow, I, I guess before they buried them, <laughs> they put the ceremonial kiss makeup on their face. I don't know. Yes, a kiss cover band they become. Yeah, and they come out of the ground and, they, and, and they, they start walking like Ric Flair. <laughs> no, I was gonna say they. I was gonna say they walk like RoboCop. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's very true. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about that strut that Holy that Ric Flair would do, kind of like the uh, the fabulous yeah, ones, the, right? Mm, mm. <laughs> yep. I was thinking RoboCop, but you're right. Yeah, Ric Flair. I think the RoboCop is probably more accurate. <laughs> that was my attempt at trying to be funny. So. <laughs> Either way, they're a Kiss cover band now with makeup. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's what you huh? do when you're dead, right? How how did the drummer get a a, a hard hard hat? <laughs> Why would you bury oh, this guy call. with a hard hat, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! I I honestly, the more this movie goes on, I, I feel like I feel like they went from. One extreme of this being only twenty minutes long for you know the other movie, the American Drive-In, to literally trying to pack as much as they could into every second of this movie. <laughs> I'm, I've never seen a more I've never seen a more kitchen sink movie than this. <laughs> like, yeah, man, everything is in this movie. Oh yeah, I think at some so, point Samuel well, Jackson everything. rolls in. Not everything. They didn't put like uh, big head pictures of like uh, John Lennon and Marilyn Monroe yet. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> so, but earlier when Hitler took uh, the manager of the band down the basement 
and offer him a job. He decides not to, so he decides that he's going to have him executed. So they strap the manager down to the table, and this bald-headed executioner guy who was killing a chicken earlier is going to hit him in the face with an axe. But then he stops to check the sharpness of the axe with a hair he pulls off his head that he has none of and uh, <laughs> says he'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. They're trying really hard to put comedy in this when it just... They don't fa- know comedy. It fails, <laughs> yeah. They're actually, to be honest, there is one joke that actually landed for me, and I'll tell you when we get to it. Okay. But uh, so now... He, that he's gone to sharpen his axe. That's when the Hard Rock Zombies show up. And David Arquette sets the manager free. And he's the bald-headed guy comes back. And David Arquette stabs him in the neck with, I don't know, a spike? <laughs> a, a piece of beef jerky? I mean, it's hard to tell what it is. <laughs> beef jerky or spike? <laughs> uh, but that's revenge, right? Because this is the guy that killed him with the weed ear. So, uh... Mm-hmm. He, not only does he stab now him through the, the neck, but he sticks him to the wall, too, right? So he's just kind of yeah, hanging there. so now the hard rock zombies are going to get their revenge. Right. Get it? Yeah. And they pretty much kill everybody else. They just run around and start killing everybody. But, again, mm-hmm. I, I, I lost track because I kept wondering about the drummer's hard hat. I'm still trying to oh, figure, I'm still trying because, to figure this out. because they're hard rock zombies. <laughs> Maybe they missed it in inter- interpretation. It's supposed to be hard hat zombies. <laughs> <laughs> the director being, you know, this this Indian dude is probably like, I don't get it. You say they're hard rock, but there are no falling rocks. <laughs> <laughs> we put we put hard hat on him. Which is funny. I'm, and yet, it's funny you say that because this is where their manager runs into town and he's telling the townspeople about everything he saw. And that's when, ironically, I wrote down, that's when Moses starts talking about the evil of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and they finally kill Hitler after he's like shooting the hard rock zombies like in the legs or something with his blanks <laughs> and then you look and there's still 25 minutes left of the film yeah. <laughs> like what is going on Hitler doesn't go down that easy but the whole scene with this guy is the old Jewish guy saying this stuff I'm just like wow who decided that yeah this, let's do this because we need a history of of Hitler in the middle of a hard rock zombie movie. <laughs> wow. Oh, hey. If people if people listening have not seen this movie, they're going to be so lost. That's pretty much every movie we cover on this show, so. <laughs> Dude, we try to I mean, tell I'm, them. I'm, I'm, I said at the beginning, I've seen this three times, and I'm still pretty lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't decide if we're trying to make people want to go watch these or we really do tell them, hey, we watch them because that way you don't have to. Uh, That's kind of the pitch, but this one's got too much stuff in it. You almost have to say you you need to see it just to believe it because we're not making this stuff up. Dude, this is a party (laughs) movie, man. This is one you throw on and watch with 10 friends. Right. This is a fever dream movie. Yeah. Yeah. It cuts back. Did I really see that? Cuts back to Hitler's house again, and this is where some random guys just show up. I don't know if they're going to rob the place. It doesn't really say, but why now, right? Why, when everybody's dead, <laughs> this is when somebody shows up to loot the house or whatever there is there to do. We, basically, you just need an opportunity to kill some more people. But uh, 
here's some random guys coming up and they find grandma dead on the ground and one of them starts feeling her up and that's when she turns into a werewolf and kills the guy and then again yeah again and then Hitler jumps up and rips a head off a guy so now they are Mm -hmm. the undead as well so don't really know why they just are yeah these zombies now um kill people to make more zombies like the real zombie movies is supposed to be but what brought them back (laughs) I mean you know did Casey sneak out there and play the tape in front of them or I mean I I still don't understand what brought them back is it kind of like the I'm thinking like American werewolf thing right where you kill people but they don't really die until you get killed it you know drops off the stops the chain I I don't know I don't know (laughs) (laughs) they don't tell us they may have had the plan before maybe it's what Hitler had to begin with is these zombies but if that's the case why bother with this stupid band why wait until now I don't know well because none of that even none of it even matters because what we find out next is that zombies can drive a van oh it's true right and (laughs) play music and and change channels and and some more filler comes in now is before the zombies are driving a van, the part where this little girl bringing groceries in with her mom. <laughs> Dad gave us a budget. What? <laughs> How much was this? And there's a severed head in the bag. Well, it's the head. <laughs> it's it the turns head out that, that, yeah, it's, it's from the yeah, scene earlier yeah. where the couple's out in the woods making out. And yep. He, basically, it's it's the, the 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 dwarf with the eye patch. I guess he <laughs> rips the dude's head off and rolls it back to his girlfriend or something. But somehow it gets flung into the back of a car, and I guess it lands in the grocery sack. <laughs> right, and then <laughs> I like what he about says, the other right? lady? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. Uh, We're gonna leave him outside. <laughs> what uh, in the world is going on? Well, how about the, there's so much going on at this point. All right. What how about the the part where the with the midgets chasing the, the lady and you hear like Benny Hill music? Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Hey, hey. It just gets He he also gets on top of a cow. So the the dwarf zombie tries to yes. tries to eat a cow. Fonda <laughs> He almost died, I bet. <laughs> that cow looked at him like, "No." <laughs> Uh, but all this is going on, and it's just filler because we're really focusing on the zombies on stage ripping into their ballad. We've already heard Cassie, and wow! I mean, the the this is where the big record exec shows up. Nobody else in the town. And he's everybody's in hiding, but the zombies show up on stage, and it's not just the zombies because somebody has to run the lights. Somebody has to run the smoke mm-hmm. machine. Somebody has to run the sound. The sound? Yep, everything. But the record exec is the only one there, and he's a slime ball. But, uh, and he's on a phone that's connected to I have no <laughs> idea what. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's the phone connected to? So the good news, folks, if you're worried about the band not making their, their date for the record exec, it, it works out. Problem is, is they're dead. <laughs> yeah, they're still worried about that. That's a deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. While the town's parading through the streets, and the one the one girl's like doing a music video on her own. <laughs> yeah, she's still dancing. The hot chick. She's like, 
<laughs> Solid go. Like a Lita Ford video. <laughs> what is going She's on? She's dancing just like the chick did in the Mean Streak video by Y and T. I mean, it's <laughs> it is straight. Yeah. It is Y and T. It is straight nice. up solid gold, man, with the wide open leg kicks and all this stuff. It's in the same uh, outfit. Pretty too. pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, while, while that's going on, you get this weird town collaboration where they're trying to figure out how to stop zombies. <laughs> and they decide, mm. what is it? They they don't like brains? What was it? They don't like heads. They don't like heads. Yeah. Which is, of course, accurate because the guy read it somewhere. Because, <laughs> you know, zombies always go... Oh, feet. <laughs> feet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for some reason, he read somewhere that they don't like heads. So, that's where they get the idea of big, giant celebrity head, you know, cutouts. <laughs> and they thought, well, if we take these heads out there, all the zombies will be scared of them, and they'll stay away. And, you know, it don't really work. But anyways, it, it it's such a... <laughs> all right, that's where my... The, the actual joke that I found I found that did work was the one guy who had the idea. He's like alone in a room with all these people with the heads. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, we did it. It worked, it worked. And then the zombies come out from behind the yeah. heads. He goes, oh, and they're killing him. He's going, don't believe what you read. Yeah. <laughs> As he dies. <laughs> um, That's my favorite part. That actually landed for yeah. me. Uh, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, the fact that here comes a big John Lennon head down the middle of this town to, to warn off zombies. <laughs> and the zombies literally just, yeah. like, knock them out of the way and eat the people anyway, so. Yeah. But, wow, this is going on. For some reason, the hot blonde chick is now on stage at the concert. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like you said. Cassie's in the it's audience. It's almost like a Benny Hill thing, right, where people are just running around. It's kind of Keystone Cops. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Uh, but, you know, the, the townsfolks, because the head thing worked out so great, they come up with a new idea, which is sacrificing a virgin. Well, guess who the virgin is, folks? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Cassie. Cassie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if they would have just let David Arquette have his way with her in the first of this movie, none of this would have happened. Oh, wait. And what's the uh, idea? That the virgin has to be screwed by all of the zombies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it became from hard rock zombies to gangbang zombies. Does Stephen King write this? No. This is like this is like the end. Of, this is like the it novel. But first, we need to run the train on her. Then everything will be fine. Oh man! So, no idea what book these people are reading. They take Cassie to the top of a mountain. Like this town is close to some mountains. I don't know. Uh, they tie her up and. Pretty much ring the dinner bell for the zombies to come and eat her. Uh, oh, we forgot that the record producer tries to offer the band a record contract. But for some reason, they can sense all the zombies are being lured to the mountaintop to screw Cassie to death. So they pack up their crap, throw it in the van, and the record producer's yelling at them while they're driving off like, I'll give you a big deal. You're making a big mistake. <laughs> And <laughs> zombie tenses, uh, uh, zombie senses tingling. Yeah, but uh, while he's yelling at him, then of course the zombies come up and kill him. Manager goes back to the gravesite of the band, 
I guess that they they didn't go to the mountain. They actually went back to their graves after they after they played right. after they played the the uh, the, <laughs> the song. song for for the record exec. Well, it it, it, it kind of makes you wonder how the record exec is supposed to get a, get in touch with them. Ouija <laughs> <laughs> oh, board. I just love the fact that they came out of the grave just for that purpose. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, dude. Well, kill the bad guys and then go. I, Sing a song. I may have an unhealthy obsession with a 12-year-old, and yeah, I might put on women's underwear over my pants and gyrate <laughs> on top of a car, but I don't miss deadlines of meetings. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But the manager goes back to the gravesite and begs the band to come back and help him save Cassie. And mm-hmm. like we said, she's tied up and the zombies are coming. And when they get close to her, all of a sudden... The band just starts playing somehow. Playing again? Yeah, again. And that like, brings all the zombies to them. Yeah, but they're like somewhere in the mountain, like a cave. Okay. Uh, how do you plug up all your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and all these horny zombies are like, oh, screw's fucking. Uh, sorry, can I say that? Yeah, that's right, fine. Forget we don't care. Having sex with. All right. Ha- forget having sex with this virgin. Let's go find out where this music's coming from. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like the Pied Piper, right? Except it's they're playing the the song <laughs> from the Book of Ebon or whatever it is they're playing. More like the pie-faced pipers, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man! But uh, they they leave her alone and they start following the band, who now is a portable band. Who can now walk while playing their instruments, not plugged <laughs> up in anything, but make enough sound that zombies nope. from around the mountain can hear it, to lead them into a cave, which ends up being Hitler's gas room. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like off a road. <sighs> and while that's going on, the manager is freeing Cassie, and uh, they come behind the zombies, and when all the zombies get into the cave slash gas room. They slammed the big metal door behind them of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> they don't roll a big rock in front of it or nothing. They just slam a, a door that's on the face of a cave, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then uh, then all the zombies die from the gas because apparently, apparently zombies <laughs> breathe oxygen and they can breathe in the gas. Uh Oh. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna gas a bunch of zombies that are not living, breathing creatures, and that's gonna kill them. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that about sums it up. Well, what we've kind of skipped through all this is the weird little goofy puppet creature eating itself through all this. Oh, we forgot about him. Yeah, the one with the with the paper mache face. Yeah, but he's he's like he starts at his feet and just starts eating himself. At a table, kind of like uh, that. What's that Stephen King story? The survivor type. Yeah. Where the guy's on an island and he's eating himself bit by yeah. bit. Except, uh, yeah, this is done. Oh boy, <laughs> I can't describe this puppet. Oh, it's terrible, man. So it's like when you were saying a while ago. Whoa, which movie has the worst special effects? I don't know, man. These are pretty, these are pretty bad. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. This is like uh, so Jim Henson's uh, yeah. Dead Alive Babies. Man. Dead Alive Babies. 
so yeah, whatever that's all about. I mean, it's got a thing where at the end of it, he's just a head sitting there, and then he ends up just eating all the skin off of his head, and, and it goes into the skull's <laughs> mouth. And even though throughout the whole movie it wasn't skin in the first place, it was just some kind of paper mache thing. But anyways, <laughs> I digress because we cut. He eats himself to death. Yeah. <laughs> a little midget guy eats himself. That's all you need to know. And it and it takes the whole movie for it to happen. And, and then you got Cassie back at the graveyard. I guess life's back to normal, even though everybody in the town is now dead and been gassed, yeah. um, including her dad. And, and she's so, just starting middle school. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who the prom queen's going to be. <laughs> she voted herself in. Uh, That's right. <laughs> But yeah, she's at the graveside and she's talking to David Arquette about how much she misses him and stuff. And then all of a sudden, his hand pops up out of the ground and she starts loving on it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, that's kind of how this movie ends. <laughs> you can almost see the producer on the right going, "Are we at?" 90 minutes yet? Yes! Because <laughs> oh, uh, I was right at making boomer? you start licking his thumb, and I'm glad we didn't have to go that far. <laughs> oh, I know. Did you guys notice the cameo appearance by the boom mic a few times? In this <laughs> oh, <one>? yeah. <laughs> he made an appearance a few times. That's expected, you know. Holy. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine if everybody got the, the real copy of this and did the, the widescreen, we'd probably see it a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go, folks. That is Hard Rock Zombies, which Hard Rock and Zombies have really not much to do with this movie. So uh, That's right. Yeah. But at the same time, as, as weird as it is and as hard as it is to talk about this movie, I thought it was a lot of fun. So This, this movie should have been called Rock Zombies versus Nazi Zombies. Or not Zombies. I don't know. That doesn't work. Did you get any uh, good lessons from the bad movie? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever stop and pick up a hot blonde that wants to go skinny dipping, man, because that's just going to end with you bleeding to death in the bottom of a lake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the only good lesson I got from this movie, man, is, yeah, it's definitely that opening scene. I would say if you were about to get down with a hot blonde in a lake and... 15 feet away, there are two dancing midgets. You might want to call it off. <laughs> yeah, if she says, never mind them, then, yeah, there's a problem. <laughs> that foliage is moving. Those are people. <laughs> the uh, What about you, Bill? I think if you're at a dinner table and some old man whips his mask off and becomes Hitler, <laughs> you leave. Yeah, yeah you don't you stick around. Right it's like, oh, let's, let's see where this is going. Let's stick around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm listening. I'm out of work, so I'm 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 still listening. I'm not counting it out just yet. <laughs> My band just died. I'm looking for work. So, what you got, Hitler? <laughs> uh, what about uh, what were they thinking? Uh, Any moments in this movie that you were like, "What in the hell?" <laughs> That's a hard one with this movie. Yeah, there's there's a oh there's a whole twenty minutes in this movie where I'm going, "What were they thinking?" And it has to do with the head going in the garbage over the uh, grocery sack and just trying to make that run there is so unneeded. You know, I'd rather the movie be, you know, five minutes short (laughs) 
and and just <laughs> skip some of the stuff that you totally didn't need that had nothing to do with what was going on. Uh, I want to know if that cow became a zombie. Yeah. Dude, that's where the movie should have been. Zombie cow. Yeah. Hard, <laughs> hard rock zombie cow. Hard rock heifers. <laughs> hard rock heifers. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> um, for me, man, I mean, the only thing... Everything in this movie wasn't what were they thinking, but the thing that was, for, for me, after reading that uh, Cassie was 12, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Could you bump it up a little? <laughs> Not only that, you're talking about what were they thinking. What about the montage when he's singing the Cassie song and it shows him in that white jumpsuit with the handkerchief tied around his yeah. neck? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, what are you going to do? Jump in the he mystery machine and go solve some crimes after this? <laughs> <laughs> this would have played better as a Scooby-Doo mystery. Aha, <laughs> oh. uh-huh, it's Hitler the whole time. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling rock bands. <laughs> uh, what about um, an upgrade? What would you upgrade this movie to? I, I actually want to see a better copy of this. It doesn't sound like I missed anything through the mud, but I'd still like to see a decent copy of it. Um, for me, the upgrades would be you could take some of the jokes out that don't work um i think the bed big head thing and all that stuff is fine because i think it's kind of a okay these people are that stupid it's the town people i get it you're making fun of small towns i get it because it's the whole footloose thing um my problem the upgrade would be like we talked about earlier when you're playing a song that the band's playing but then you got some background music playing as well on top of it yeah, I would I would fix it on that. I don't even know that I would change I don't even know if that I would change the songs. I think the songs are fine for what this is because it's just as ludicrous as anything oh, yeah. else. Well, I mean, but uh I would just fix some of that some of that audio editing. Well, the thing is like it's like if you're going to have the song playing, pick one version of it. Right. <laughs> what about you, Bill? Oh. Shake it up, baby. No, if I were to upgrade this movie, it would be a full cast commentary. That oh. dude that would be nice. That would. Because that 12-year-old's that at least, oh, you know, really? in her 20s by now. <laughs> <laughs> she might be yeah. 30 by now. I don't know. Uh, I want to hear everything everybody involved in this movie has to say. I um, bet, I'll bet you Phil Fondacaro has some great stories because he's funny. Right. And that's why I wish I would have known when I met him that he did this. If I were to upgrade this movie, um, I think, first of all, if they could easily shave the time off this movie. And I think there's so many spots where they could do that, man. Like I think after your 25th minute of a chick dancing in the desert, you could probably cut, you know, a little of that out. Um, but for me, honestly, this movie, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't be so much of a chore if it were shorter. Like, I, I mean, I could even do this because hard rock zombies and rock and roll nightmare both come in at like 80 minutes. Yeah. This one comes in at, I think like 102 so it's significantly longer. <laughs> or maybe it's ninety-eight. It's or it's it's something way bigger. And I'm like, man, this they could have just they could have cut some stuff off this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would you? Uh, where would you set this on the bus? Okay, um, for me, I'm not going to put it at the very front. I'm going to say second seat. So close to the front, 
Um, it's not great by any means, but you said it while I go. This is one that you could throw on with, with a group hanging out, and this would be an absolute blast to watch together. Um, I think you would even kind of dance around to some of the songs if you were hanging out with a group, just kind of jamming out on it. It's a, it's a fun flick, as stupid as it is, as as unknowing as what's going on in this flick. There's still some charm to this thing, man. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, to me, it's second from the front seat. Wow. That is... Wow, I, that's way higher than I thought you were going to give it. <laughs> what about you, Bill? Well, as a movie, it would be the very last row and then some. It would be in the trailer behind the bus. But as much as I love the film, it's so much fun. I agree with Ricky, man. I'd put him in the second row right there. I'd put a helmet on him, of course. But <laughs> I love this movie. It's so stupid. Yeah, It's got the nudity. It's got the gore. It's got the stupid music. Everything about this is fun. What, this movie so, is as yep, bad. Second seat. It's as bad as Winter Beast, but it's enjoyable. <laughs> you know, that's, it that's sure the is. difference. Not like Winter Beast. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh, we're gonna bring us down to reality for a second. <laughs> uh, I uh, a movie. Okay, so I'm gonna go back and like Black Roses, Rock and Roll Nightmare, um, Terror on Tour. You know, yeah. Houseboat Horror. Mm-hmm. Those are movies that are all considered pretty bad, but like I could throw them on and watch them and not have any issues getting through them. For a party setting, yeah, man, this movie would be fun to have on. But sitting by myself and watching it, man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I could do it um, unless I absolutely had to. So I'm going to put this uh, second to the last seat on the bus. That's all right. <laughs> I, I will say that. I feel like the odd man out here. <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, it's still on the bus, so that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, see, and it's not it's not last seat material. It's not, you know, this isn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Right. Yeah, I mean. It, by a long well, shot. My, here's, my, here's my thing. Since we've watched this I have shown the trailer to this movie probably seven times to different people because of just how stupid this movie is I haven't Dude, done I'm that I'm impressed have, it has a trailer I haven't done that well I think somebody just put some stuff together but still just to try to get somebody's <laughs> mind wrapped around what I said dude I just watched this movie and here's kind of what it's like <laughs> and you can see the amazement in their face of uh so this stuff happens in the movie yeah <laughs> and I don't do that. I don't go around showing people clips of Battlefield Earth or or any of the other ones. <laughs> but this one, I've actually pulled the trailer up. I did show some rock and roll nightmare stuff. I mean, you kind of have to, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. If you so, don't see at least one starfish slap John Micklethorpe in the nipple, then you're not living, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Well, cool. And All right. What we're gonna you do? Know we're what? Gonna I think a, it's oh, a lot better. Hold on. It's better than Shock 'em Dead. Oh, I love Shock 'em Dead, dude. I can watch that any day of the week. <laughs> I, I like Shock 'em Dead too, man. I just did that for Rad Movie Rama. <laughs> oh, but you know, I just thought of before before Bill said that, John Nipple Thor. <laughs> John Nipple Thor. <laughs> Not Mickle Nipple. <laughs> All right, folks, that's gonna do it for this episode. We want to thank. Bill, for coming on the show with us, man, and hanging out. I mean, I'm sure just from the quality of this one that we're going to ask him to come back with some other stuff uh, and just have a lot of fun with that. But, uh, man, we appreciate you coming on. And if you will, take the time just kind of tell everybody where they can find you, man. 
Hey, yeah, you can find uh, right now on Horrorphilia, the Horror Mafia podcast and Club Dreadcast. And big news, we're switching over to a new network called Dark Discussions Podcast Network, where we'll continue our shenanigans. Uh, You can find me usually on Facebook, but right now I'm banned from Facebook for (laughs) something they didn't like that I had posted sometime they won't tell me about, so don't mind that. (laughs) Also, (laughs) you can see me in some movies here and there. Look, uh, look me up on the IMDb. You'll find me. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. That I was awesome. That. Oh, it's yeah. my pleasure, guys. Really. I've been wanting to be on this show for a long time. I, I love the whole, you can find me on Facebook, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me, me in short stints. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When I'm not banned on Facebook, you can find me there. Speaking of Nazis. <laughs> oh. oh. Damn. Well, no, Facebook, yeah. Like, yep, now we're banned. Yeah. Well, I'm, no, I'm just saying, yeah, like with Facebook taking everybody down just for posting stuff, it's like they're running a freaking... I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm surprised that we haven't been scolded just because of the name of the show. Oh, dude, something. I have. Dude, I've, ta- we, I've we, taken... I've taken... I took a week for the name of the show. Yeah, me too. So, you know, but hey. Dude. You know. It's it's it, it got it got your attention. That's well, all that matters. It did, and I have a question about that. Yeah. So if you're late, you're tardy. If you're late more than once, are you retardy? <laughs> anyway, all right. There goes our, there goes our IMDb rating or no our iTunes rating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, folks, that's going to be it for us. We hope you have a fantastic Halloween weekend uh enjoy all the festivities and uh, keep on rocking those crappy movies man johnny you got anything else hail, hail the tritons hail the tritons, <laughs> hail tritons. <laughs> folks we will see you later adios Peace. <laughs>